The Perth Football Podcast is proudly brought to you by Macron Store Perth, an industry leader in quality teamwear specialising in grassroots, semi-pro and professional team attire. Visit the Macron Sports Hub Perth Facebook page for more. Thank you to Macron for helping us keep the pod running and for their continuous involvement in community sport. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Football's back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Perth Football Podcast. I'm Kalichi Osunwa. Hello. To the right of me, Tommy Dolman. Tommy, say hello. Hello, Kalichi. And to the left of me, making his debut here at the Perth Football Podcast, Alex Papalia. Alex, say hello. Hello there, Kalichi. Gentlemen, we've just witnessed 12 goals. We were counting that earlier, Tommy. 12 goals in two games. First of all, Kalichi, what are we doing here? It's January 25. It's January 25. <laughs> it's, it's very, very early in the season. But we're here. We're not going to be at every single one of these games. You're just going to have to enjoy these pods. But yeah, we've just witnessed thrilling goals we've had. Five in the first game, seven in the second. That makes 12. But... We'll start off with the vibes. Actually, let's just do this properly. Perth SC ran out 4-3 winners uh, against Floriot in the second game. And in the earlier game, it was a 2-0. They were, two, da- they were down 2-0 at halftime and came back to win 3-2. Olympic Kingsway, those were the scores. But we're here to tell you the vibes. One, because it's preseason, so not a lot of things that you can kind of draw from that. But two because we got to do a little bit of a vibe check and first and foremost here's a question both of you can answer this here's the question let's say theoretically speaking you're up 4-3 it's the 89th minute you've got the ball you've played it to your big your big time striker who's just come off injury fair play ball's going down the left hand channel and instead of going into the corner he decides to beat his man beats his man all ends up doesn't go to the corner after he beats the first man beats the second man he's now in the box goes around the third man and then dives first yellow card for simulation first 90 minutes of the year congratulations sam cook what an absolute <laughs> he's the cameraman down here is laughing because it was so great he gets booked by shane skinner for simulation and this is the vibes that we want sam cook starting off being one of the naughty boys of the season following up from his yellow card last year for punching the ball in and tommy how good is it having football back I mean, how, that just goes to show how much players want to win Kalichi. It's, it's, it's week one of the night series, and players want to do everything they can to get an edge, and I'm all for that. If we, if this is a hint of any sort of chaos that we're going to get for the rest of the night series, then bring it on. I mean, like you said, 12 goals, two games, 180 minutes. And can I just add some, a bit of context as well? For a Thursday night, and oh, I, know, I know there's a public holiday tomorrow, but... There was a really good crowd in the house tonight. I, I was sort of looking down up from where the media box here at Dorian Gardens and a lot of the grandstand was full for the most part. There was people around the fences. There was people sort of making their way behind the goals as the second game wore on. So all in all, a really good atmosphere in general for, for the first day of pre-season and good to see um, plenty of people at the bar. And, and it's always a good opportunity to get out and network and bump into some coaches, some players from other clubs um, and, and just in general, a good vibe. And that's why we love coming here collectively at this time of year that's why we love the game and that's why we love the local football community um, 
Alex is joining us, and Alex, you've been covering some state league games for, for a long time, but this is really your first full-on glimpse of the night series. Vibe check, what did you see, what did you like, what did you notice, anything that you can, um, yeah, anything that, that kind of caught your eye today? Well, the first thing you really have to notice is the quality of these sides. I mean, you know, you expect Kingsway to be a sort of level above when they're signing players like, you know, Lowry and Oxburgh and the likes of which, but you know, Inglewood well. gave, yeah, Inglewood gave a great fight tonight. Very unfortunate for them not to get a result, but I felt right at home being a state league boy watching that Perth versus Flurry game. I know it's a big rivalry, but the amount of tackles that I saw absolutely flying in, oh. people sprinting, jumping, whatever, from from the get go, not even leaving it late, just from the start, fully diving in there, getting stuck in. There was an awful tackle from Ben Steele, <laughs> like, literally, like seconds into the game, he, I'm, he I'm left honestly, his, his feet. It was it, like you were saying, Tommy. It just shows you how much they want to win because the intensity right now for the first game of preseason was so high. I can only imagine that that if this is what what if this is the start, I don't know what we've got in store for the rest of the year. Well, that second game in particular, Kalichi, was really zesty. Um, this was um, a very young Perth soccer club side. Uh, yes, they brought in some experienced players in terms of their, um, their central defender, Caldy, I think, who's who's come in from the, from, uh, the New Zealander. But in terms of the rest of their squad in general, they've sort of changed things up a little bit. They've gone very young, and obviously Florida have sort of moved things on a little bit themselves. They're going in a new direction. And I think we got a little bit of a glimpse of that. Two young sides going out, looking to impress, looking to play with confidence, uh, looking to play with a little bit of enthusiasm. And it sort of showed in the score. Um, scoring at the end of the day. It was 3-3 at half time. Uh, the goals dried up a little bit more in the second half. I'm sure the coaches got in the air a little bit more uh, at the interval um, and maybe just sort of said, look, we've got to, let's remember, we've got to keep a structure in place as well. But um, I think that's a little bit of a hint and a little bit of a sign of, as to what we're going to see from um, both of those teams this season in particular. And I'm excited to see um, how those sides develop as the night series wears on. Obviously, we've got another four games for um, each of these teams after this to come. But in terms of the first game, um, as you mentioned before, Inglewood leading 2-0. Kingsway obviously coming back to win 3-2. And um, I... I missed the first half of that game, I must confess. I was a little bit late coming back from work. Um, but what did you see, Kalichi, having got here early doors to, to watch that game? And I think we were a little bit unknowing of, of Inglewood because yeah. not a lot of news in terms of uh, their signings. Obviously, Tacky's come in as coach this season. New, uh, obviously looking to bring some fresh ideas um, from Andreas, who was there for, for the four years previously. So what did you see from this Tacky Nicolaitis team? And, and what do you... I know it's only one game, but did you see something that oh, you liked mate, in from, that performance? From, from every single Tacky side, you will, you will always have a high that's very well organised. And you could see that in that first half. They were so well organised. Kingsway will pass you to death and they were missing a bit of cutting edge Sasanyevich was doing a really good um, Liam Bolin impersonation but he, he was kind of an isolated figure in terms of getting that final final touch and final pass um, and so Kingsway kept a lot of the ball played it around played it um, and, they, and, they, and the way that they developed play all the way from centre back all the way through and playing it through the midfield was terrific but Inglewood just soaked it up they did not look fussed. They did not look phased. And in that first half, even with the goals that they scored off a penalty and the set piece, um, penalty and, and, and the corner, both to, to, to Shub Makala, smallest man on the pitch, scored the header. Um, but they did have chances on the break. They looked so lethal um, on the counterattack. And with a couple 
better passes. Um, they could have had a couple extra chances, and there was one there that um, Chad Nielsen had. So he could have he could have had and could have gone three 0 up. Um, but instead, he ended up picking up the first yellow card of the season as well. So shout out to Chad Nielsen for picking up the first yellow <laughs> card of the season. Uh, hashtag naughty boy. Now, I know we're a podcast, Kalish. You know, I know that we need to get listens and clicks and likes and all that sort of thing because that's what we do in this game. Um, and we'd love to throw out a hasty generalisation or a, <laughs> a fast-drawn conclusion after 90 minutes of football. We're going down. But the reality of the situation is, um, on a serious note, is that until we see Kingsway with Liam Boland leading the line, it's going to be a very different look to what we've seen of them tonight. It's going to be completely different. So um, it's, it's going to be very exciting to see what Kingsway look like with that midfield three of Samson, Garner and Oxborough behind Boland um, with the wingers obviously sort of supporting. Um, it's going to be very exciting to see how that looks in due course. And similarly from Inglewood position, um, obviously Michael Donfey was leading the line last season. Um, they've lost some other goals as well. Dylan White's um, obviously moved on as well, we understand. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how tacky um, structures that attack. Obviously, Shubham McCullough stayed um, around as well. So... In terms of the attacking uh, prospects of both of these teams going forward, obviously it's a bit hard to draw a conclusion too early. But based on, I suppose, what you guys have said and what we sort of saw in the second half, you'd be excited with what you saw, even though there's more to come from both teams. No, look, there's, there's absolutely more to come from both teams. And again, these are the sides that were last year's finalist in the night series. Um, Inglewood had that terrific night series run and they didn't quite do that a whole lot in the league um, but but we mentioned and, and Taki mentioned this in an interview that we did it with him as well that Alex did you can check that out on our Facebook page it'll be on the Instagram by the time you listen to this um, but he said look they also made a cup final they also played in the FFA Cup games so these are a serious team they just need a bit more consistency and so from the night series even speaking to the coaches you could tell that they wanted to get minutes in the players legs um, I know that from a Kingsway perspective, Tuffy just wanted his team to, to be brave and play the ball and keep passing, and, and you could absolutely see that as well. And from a Inglewood perspective, it's been their second training session. Uh, they've had two weeks of training. So to see them have that defensive structure is absolutely promising. But I'll, I'll throw it to you now, Alex. Was there anything that you kind of noticed from that first game um, that kind of caught your eye? Again, you're coming from this from a fresh perspective where you're not quite as familiar as these players. So maybe there's in some... Maybe that gives you a place where you can be like, hey, actually, I noticed this or I saw that and we might have not have noticed it previously, Tommy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the things I did notice was uh, Tumalopoulos. He was absolutely immense that game. New man with the armband. Uh, he spent a, a while away with the Port Melbourne Sharks, but, you know, he's back at Inglewood now. I think this is his second or third season back. But, um, yeah, he was phenomenal tonight, really. He was. And um, one thing that I also noticed was the, uh, the rotation up top. You know, it almost seemed at times that they were playing with three strikers down that middle. It was very effective and um, winning lots of headers. I, at times, you've got to say Kingsway, despite having very good defenders, Daniel Walsh and um, Aaron, Williams. And Aaron Williams at the back, they, they looked a bit second best in the air, which was very surprising to me, at least. And uh, yeah, Inglewood got plenty of chances on that on the break. Could have had a couple more. Um, a fantastic tackle from Aaron Williams near the end of the first half as well. Absolute beautiful crunching tackle. Straight out of the Kalicia Sunwood textbook. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it was a great tactical watch Inglewood were. And um, they created a lot in all areas, you know, that you, you sort of thought with that first 20, 30 minutes that, okay, it's getting a bit old now, straight down the middle every time, long ball down the middle, win the header and go on. But then they started attacking down the flanks and then... 
you know, they're creating chance after chance after chance. Got two goals in three minutes. And um, look, unfortunately for them, you know, Kingsway just out the gate in the second half were just way too much uh, for them to be able to handle. And, uh, you know, I don't blame a Kingsway, a fantastic side. So um, just credit to them. And credit to Inglewood for holding out as long as they did. But, um, yeah, it was a great tactical watch from both teams. And, uh, yeah, very excited for watching more of uh, both of those teams come the start of the actual season. All right. Uh, we'll move it to the second game that we saw. We, we kind of alluded to it earlier. It was a cracking 4-3 game between Perth and Floriot. Um, while... While Alex and myself were doing the interview, we were probably out for about 10 minutes. We come back and it's three three goals have been scored. Perth have come back from 1-0 down to go 2-1 and I'm going, what on earth is this? And boom, there was still time for two for three more goals in that first half as well. So I think... I think from a Floriot perspective, just to give you an idea of it, I was really impressed with Perth in terms of how they had structured plays to play out the back. They played out the back so easy and you could see what they wanted to do. Um, Federico Achille had the, the the freedom of Dorian Gardens playing in centre midfield and just... I scored the opening goal. I, 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 I missed it, Tommy. Um, he, had the, he had the freedom of, of the park turning inside, playing balls, um, spraying them all along. Um, Harley all playing in centre half as well. We had the armband yeah. as well. That was a little bit different because, like you said, Tommy, we previously seen him in defensive midfield. Um, and, you know, a cliche that we say here all the time is styles make fights. I was really impressed, as I said, with Perth because they, they've been direct. They've been super physical and they were so good on the ball and real incisive passes. Toby Snook looked great. Ethan Banks looked really, really good. Um, and, and, and Josh Chites, man, Ninkovic. Yeah, Nin- um, he looked mustard uh, it's first game of the season and he looks every bit the damaging player who the, the player who could be so damaging yeah. this season and um, if Perth soccer club can get a full season out of him he's the sort of guy who could be a real game breaker this season and push them back up into finals contention and I, and I think that's the thing that he needs to do to get to that next level is to, to break those games because there's so many times where his touches are unbelievable he beats a man he, he, but then he'll like backheel it when he doesn't need to backheel it or he'll um, shoot when he doesn't need to shoot and it's it's that last bit where you're going man we could with a little bit extra you could go from a seven goal 10 assist player to a 15 goal 15 assist player and you're you're just causing havoc but from a Florida perspective I really liked how they soaked up pressure and they hit the break goals were hard for them last year and they scored three goals today and I think um Nick Ambrosio was terrific today, especially in his old stomping grounds as well. He played a really, really good game. And there was a chance there where himself and Ludo Boy combined. It was the old dogs doing um, doing some tricks to the young guys. And unfortunately, they blazed it over the bar. But it was, it was great to see. And the physicality of the game was was unreal especially for pre-season but I've, I've spoken for the last two and a half minutes so I'll take it to, to either of you was there anything that you kind of noticed um, from the play from the style of the play from, from the tactics anything that you noticed that thought that caught your eye well from a Floriot perspective um, you're right highlighting Ambrogio two goals on the night and a two-time Gary Morocchi, uh, Gary Morocchi medalist so he's a player who knows how to perform in, in, big, in games. big games and <laughs> To, I know this is not a big game. It's the first game of preseason, but to see him off the mark with two goals in the very first um, game of the preseason, something that Flory can take a lot of joy going forward. He's a player who he also just it's a rough hit. He he also played a little bit higher today as well. Played just behind Noah Shimaki, where usually he's playing in that midfield role too. That, that's his best position, and that's where he's uh, had a lot of joy for Flory over the years. Look, Ambrogio is we've seen him plenty of times in the NPL over the years. He's a guy that can get 
double figures from midfield without a question and based on what we saw tonight I don't think that's going to change but the interesting with Florit thing with Floriot, um as an observer tonight I think we were sort of all looking at Floriot from far and thinking we've not really heard not much from them we don't really know who's signed for them what the changes have been we, we sort of understood from what we'd heard that they were going to go in a slightly different direction in terms of maybe going a little bit younger and that some of the older guard would move on and obviously there was some, a few changes behind the scenes but I looked at their starting 11 tonight and eight of those players um, played in Floriot's 11 last season and so it just goes to show that they were still blooding some of those young guys like Alzadi, like Steele um, and a few others as well, Ethan Mum as well. So, and, and obviously there was a few guys like Shimaki, like Ambrojo. So despite the, the change around and despite some younger players coming in, they still have that core, Florian. And um, based on what we saw tonight, if they're going to be as fun and they're going to be as open and attacking, then I think they're going to be a good watch this season. Um, any thoughts on that, Alex? Yeah, I mean... Floriot were sort of a touchy subject last season, especially around the state league clubs from what I can remember being this sort of, um, you know, normal club that you'd expect to at least be challenging up there for finals to sort of come down and be in the way they were in the first half of the season was very shocking for a lot of people, especially myself, Um, especially since I didn't really understand the circumstances around it. Like I said, I hadn't really been following NPL that much. But, um, you know, from what I saw tonight with a relatively young squad as well, I see no reason why they shouldn't be... uh, you know, comfortably mid-table or at least, um, you know, winning some of these big games against some of these teams like Perth. And, um, you know, Perth in their own right are a very, very good team. They showed that tonight. Snook was absolutely fantastic. He was, you know, I I don't have words to describe it. He was absolutely liquid tonight. Uh, And, yeah, Sam Cook. (laughs) (laughs) With his beautiful cameo. Sam Cook! Beautiful cameo at the end there from him. But, um... No, in all seriousness, David Ninkovic, he's, um, you know, he, he's, he's proving to be one of my favorite, you know, non-professional players to watch. I've seen him a few times, but um, yeah, he's just absolutely phenomenal. I do agree he does need to improve on that end product of his. I feel like it's not even down to his own ability that his end product isn't yeah. where it needs to be. It's just decision-making it personally. It just feels like it's focus. Yeah. It's like he gets and he's just like, ah, this is too easy. And, yeah. And, but I, like... I put it put it this way: if if they were if if it was one one ninetieth minute and he was still on goal, I'd back him to score. Yeah. But if it was like if it was like nil nil fiftieth minute and he's still on goal, <laughs> I think he might do something outrageous. And, Try Rambo flicking yeah, the or something. and 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 you don't want to take that maverick out of the player, but at the same time, yo man, mm. you might cost me my job. Yeah. And I think with Ninkovic, um, to what we were saying, he was a little bit in and out last season. He was sort of only joined Perth. Um, he, he wasn't there from the start of the season, so yeah. he maybe took a little while to get going in pre-season but as I said before with the full season of Ninkovic I'm sure that conf- we saw his ability last season yeah, There's yeah. and tonight there's no question whatsoever that he is the maverick and he is the guy that can be a real game breaker for Perth this season um, and I'm sure that as the pre-season builds as that fitness comes as that confidence comes um, he, he's only going to get better and better and I'm confident on that not yep. to mention that he had a haircut looking like a cape and he was playing like an absolute superhero <laughs> out there. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Look, look, as someone who's losing their hair, Alex, I'm, I'm not going to commentate on people's uh, hairstyles or make any passing judgments on it. As someone who's got a head full of hair, 
David, you need to do something about that. You need to do something about that, man. Him and Z Marino are up oh. there. For, I'm, I'm expecting WA football meme page to be up there. It, it's between Ninkovic and Zimarino for most shocking haircut of the season. You know what? We sh- I think we should do that. As, as much as we talk about like proper footy scran, we should do a um, worst Barnet of the year. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, are there any MPL WA? Uh, Barbers out there, can, can we can we can we reach out, Kalichi? Is there anybody around the league who cuts hair? Can we, mate? You've just given me an idea. We will get a Perth football podcast sponsor that is a haircut place, and we'll give it to them. We'll be like, listen, you need a trim. <laughs> go, go go see insert sponsor of the Perth football podcast. But I think I think. Ladies and gentlemen, as, as we conclude, take everything that we've said with a grain of salt because it is preseason. These players may have, this might be their first full 90 minutes in, a, in the entire year. They've got specific ideas and thoughts and, and, and things that the coaches told them to, to do and to get out there. And Kalichi wrote off six players during the game. We'll, no, I'm only, I'm only joking. <laughs> it's, it's been an absolute joy to come out here and watch. And, and like you were saying, Tommy, the crowd here was terrific. It was good to get out there. There are games on Saturday and there are games on Sunday so make sure you get out there um, I think it is Alfred Skeet Reserve um, for the first sets of games on Saturday and I think we're back at Mako Park for the third set Sterling Macedonia for the for the games on, on Sunday so if you can get out there and support the leagues any more from, from yourself there making your absolute debut Alex any, anything else that you want to add? Yeah, it's been a great experience out here today thank you very much for the opportunity Kalichi and um, I'm looking forward to it this is going to be my first proper season following the MPL um, um, and I've, some state league as well. Yeah, maybe. state league as well. I, I'm an avid state league watcher, but um, yeah, especially with the second division coming around, I'm very excited to see what WA football has to offer at the highest level, and uh, it's shaping up to be a very good season, so I'm very much excited for it. Any more from yourself, Tommy? By the way, how did he go on his, on his debut? Not, not, not bad for his first team debut. Yeah, for a trialist, not too bad. Um, yeah, we might we might we might give him a few more sessions to try and improve behind the scenes, Kalichi. But a very strong debut strong in the debut. Uh, in the intra club friendly, I think. He's no Josh Shire, but yeah, it's, it's like when you it's like when you're watching your team in pre season, you look at the team sheet and you see trialist A, and you're just, <laughs> and you're just wondering who is who is this maverick? Oh, we've already called him Alex. We should have called him trialist A when we introduced trialist him to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've kind of missed that opportunity, but no, well done. Alex and be great to hear your voice more often on the show and uh, yeah from me Kalichi more of this chaos please 12 goals 180 minutes hopefully we see the same on the weekend but yeah to echo your sentiments get out and watch the local football the weather was fantastic tonight good crowd in the house good atmosphere plenty of familiar faces from the football community Um, get yourself a beer get yourself a soft drink some food from the club always good fun and good to hang out with you guys and watch some local footballers Oh, that is terrific. Look, I don't have any much more to add aside from, as I said, like we said, go out there, get out and watch some football. We've got interviews with David Tuff on our Facebook page. It'll be on our Instagram page by the time you are hearing this. We also have interviews with Taki. How do you say his last name, Alex? Taki Taki (laughs) Nicolaitis. Taki Nicolaitis. There you go. There we go. Taki won't be happy with Taki that. Taki won't be happy with that at all. Um, so, yeah, go go check that out. Remember, be careful and be kind. And um, shout out to the first people who got yellow cards in preseason for awful tackles and diving. Love to see it. Football's back, baby. Football's back and we've missed you. See ya.